welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture, presented by Cape and Cowell Comics. I am Henry Liu, and today I am once again joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how are you doing? Good, good, good. Thanks, Henry. It's after the holidays. Um, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of joy to be brought around. Yeah, um, yeah. It's the holiday season, mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, today is Wednesday, uh, December twenty seventh, and we're in that really nice time of year. Like that, I, I really like the 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 between Christmas and New Year's time of year. It's like kind of a dead time. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's a kind of a restful period. You know, a time where we can sort of catch up on on shows and movies and just ha- just a lot of like. Just chill out time. Uh, reminiscing of the year. That too. Uh, yeah. Thinking about the next year. Thinking about, am I going to hit the gym next year <laughs> or not? Right. But something we don't <laughs> have to worry about like right now. Everything's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's next year. <laughs> exactly. We can put it off. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that, that, that sweet, sweet time of year. Okay. So, we did want to talk about the Fox acquisition by Disney. And um, this is... A little bit old news now but it's so significant I think you know we wanted to make sure we we talked a, a bit about it before the end of the year right uh, but before we did that another sort of uh, uh, order of business you know um, another item I certainly didn't want to uh, like let slide before the year ended and that is the hundredth birthday of Jack Kirby Jack King Kirby the king of comics and you know we're a a comics podcast and we we never brought this up all year and i think that's kind of a, a tragedy yeah <laughs> and um you know uh, one thing you know personally jack kirby means so much to me you know uh you and i are both big time marvel comics fans and as marvel comics fans you have to give it up for jack kirby because he helped create like so many legendary characters, you know. I and mean, we're talking the Avengers, the Black X-Men. Panther, X-Men, yes, uh-huh. uh, the Fantastic Four. I mean, the list goes on. Thor, a lot of villains too, like Loki, Doctor Doom, the Silver Surfer, Galactus. I mean, um, you know, it is, it's mind-blowing, like is, his yeah. roster of creations. Now, they were uh, co-creations with Stan Lee, so like we got to give credit there as well, uh-huh. of course, right? Um, but... Uh, yeah, just wanted to take a moment to, to recognize the greatness of, of Jack Kirby. I did an episode uh, way back when. This is one of our earlier episodes. I think it might have been like number three or so. But I had a couple guys come in from the Jack Kirby Museum. And it was a great conversation. And um, I ha- highly recommend anyone who hasn't listened to that episode, give that a listen. It's really great. These guys have a, no- a lot of knowledge uh, about Jack Kirby and um, um, so that, that yeah like I said that's recommended and oh I, I I didn't want to to let this slip by either so I mentioned how this is you know kind of personal to me too um, again you know being a huge Marvel Comics fan um, Jack Kirby is is, uh, is is a legend to me so I did want to mention that <laughs> my son Simon I gave him the middle name Kirby, and he's that's the the middle name is after Jack Kirby. That's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, his full name is Simon Kirby Lou, and it, the middle name is absolutely 
uh, Jack Kirby. He's not named after like a Pokemon character or something. <laughs> Let's get that straight right now. <laughs> so he is named after Jack Kirby 100%. So uh, happy birthday to Jack Kirby. Okay, so yeah, I, I think it was appropriate to mention Kirby because, you know, like I had uh, noted, Kirby was the co-creator on both the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Mm. And guess what? We got a bombshell dropped on us just a couple weeks ago when it was announced that Disney would be acquiring Fox Entertainment, right? Huge news. Um, the deal was for over $50 billion. So just a tremendous amount of money and a tremendous amount of characters and content and uh, it's yeah I I don't think uh, we're gonna go into the full deal today mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I we're gonna focus more on kind of the, the Marvel side of it um, but I mean there was a, a lot of stuff sort of slipped under the radar like there was it wasn't just the X-Men and Deadpool and Fantastic Four there was like the Alien franchise. The, the Alien franchise. Franchise. <laughs> franchise. Uh, uh, the Avatar franchise, yeah, you know. And then other TV shows like Simpsons, yeah. Family Guy. Oh, the Family Guy. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, the Planet of the Apes franchise. Uh-huh. Another legendary franchise completely acquired by, by Disney. So. And then, yeah, there's other channels also like FX, MLB. Oh, right. Like, it's a huge deal. Yep, yep, yep. I think Hulu was part of the deal as well. So, like, there's just, it's far-reaching. So, yeah, what are um, what are your thoughts about about this huge deal? I, I have, like, two sides to it. Like, one, as, like, as a Marvel fan and geek, I am really excited for um, Fox to have acquired these rights to, like, x-men and fantastic four and deadpool back in because you know marvel it has like its whole roster again like we could see them in future like avengers films yeah um all these movies that i never could have imagined like we can have like an avengers versus x-men storyline movie mm-hmm. or a a proper Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Because um, I know that's been, like, a long time in the making. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but from another, I guess, like, media critic aspect, like, I don't know, like, I'm not much of a business person, but I have just have my worries. Like, I made, like, a Facebook post earlier in the year. I tagged you in it, and I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, well, this, how... Is it scary that Disney can has this much power and resource to buy a big company like Fox? Um, it's just is it too much power for one company to have? Like, right. like cool, yeah. We, we <laughs> it has like Star Wars, Marvel, and now the Fantastic Four and X Men, but th- that's just like kind of like the surface of it. There's also like all these small details behind it, like behind like job employment and. Um, I don't know, just other business aspects. I don't know. I was just worried about it, like whether or not it was a monopoly. Um, I don't know, Henry. Do you think you could fill me in on some of these? <laughs> you know, I uh, my understanding. I think it's close to yours. It's it's excitement uh-huh. that you know Marvel is bringing home Fantastic Four and X Men, um, but I don't really know a whole lot of about the business side. You know, um, I know there's a lot of a lot of uh, 
trepidation, you know, like uh, with the excitement on the Marvel end, there's also a lot of sort of fear of the unknown. Like, what does this mean? You know, like it, it, it does mean that Disney as like an entertainment entity is incredibly powerful, mm-hmm. you know? So what that means, it's hard to say, you know, I, I've, I've kind of read up on things a bit and got some opinions on from, from friends and whatnot, but um, no one really knows definitively like, Oh, like, exactly these bad things will happen right now it's just sort of like bad things could happen but what is it exactly so um i mean yeah like you you know everything's still up in the air it's up in the air yeah i think one thing we do know pretty definitively is that there will be jobs lost there will be layoffs essentially Uh you know I, i don't think there's any question when you have this type of merger like this huge of a deal there's gonna be jobs lost, you know, and that's, I think that's one thing we can say for sure. And that's, you know, that sucks, you know, that, uh, that's for the, for people who will be laid off. I mean, it's not, it's not cool. Right. I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, Uh um, the other side of it and maybe more significantly potentially is, is, is the, the the evil empire of it all (laughs) you know like like you're saying like if there's a company with this much power you know disney has so much power now that they can they can sort of you know get things done and just sort of force things to get done (laughs) you know what i mean like making its own narrative yeah yeah and i think there is concern about um artists getting stifled by this huge corporate monster you know um there's maybe there's too much power there they can just sort of have a say so and and your average screenwriter or your average tv actor um has to sort of bend that will you know Mm -hmm. there there might be a a, a stifling of creativity so the scope of it is so big that it's hard to talk in any sort of specifics right yeah, yeah. but I, there's just there's concern there that creativity might be stifled yeah yeah right going off that it was funny because when i went back home for the holidays my brother and i we were talking about this deal for just a bit yeah but he's a, like a huge like family guy viewer okay and he, and he just like worries like whether or not like with the creative control disney has over family guy whether or not family guy will be more like family oriented mm-hmm. and not you know run with like um the same content that viewers are used to right yeah, I mean, yeah. like like look at like a big examples like star wars the last jedi like mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, it got a lot of hate because a lot of people were saying how disney is messing up the franchise by like making up its own story and just putting the star wars logo on it instead oh right <laughs> and people are saying like well that's not star wars and Disney's messing up the storyline and all this stuff. Like, yeah, uh-huh. that's interesting. With with the Last Jedi, I I might argue that it's sort of the reverse. Like, with Disney, this mega corporation running Star Wars now, you almost think that they might sort of water down the content and make it sort of predictable. Maybe make it more like an Episode Seven, uh-huh. which is like almost like a shot for shot remake of Episode Four, right? 
with episode eight, with The Last Jedi, it, I was surprised how many risks and how many sort of changes they made to like classic Star Wars canon, right? It, it seems like this wasn't, this didn't feel like like a, a, a giant corporation produced Star Wars movie. You uh-huh. know, it felt like, I, I felt like the director, Ryan Johnson, kind of, he got to make the movie he wanted to make. No, right? yeah. I definitely do feel that. Like, I agree. I loved The Last Jedi. I saw it three times already. Wow. And um, for me, personally, it's just like, I guess a lot of the hate that people got, what I always argue is just like people are really stuck in that nostalgia and stuff. Of yeah. Like, clinging on to the original characters like Luke, Leia, Han Solo, Chewie, and they're just kind of afraid of how or upset about all these changes that's happening like now you got like new characters like ray poe finn rose and how there's like a lot of possibilities that could happen out of this star wars universe like yeah. it doesn't have to stick on the skywalker storyline like there's yeah. a lot of new storylines that could come about from this change and stuff yeah but i guess that's why like a lot of star wars fans are upset about it because you know all the previous six films have all been a skywalker storyline yeah, and now that something new is coming up, it's like, well, it doesn't feel like Star Wars anymore, right? And that's what people are like fearing from after Disney bought out Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. I people are gonna complain about no, anything, yeah. <laughs> right? Because you know, with Episode Seven, people were saying, "Oh, it's too much like Episode <laughs> Four, and yeah. now it's like this is too too different from yeah, yeah. previous Star Wars <laughs> movies." So like, you know, everyone's everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's yeah, a critic. Everyone's a critic, exactly. So. Um, but yeah, you know, going back to the acquisition thing, I think looking at through the lens of, th- of Marvel Studios in particular is, I think that might be a, a, a good way to look at it because Marvel Studios, even before this big Disney Fox acquisition, you know, they were, they, they had a bit of a evil empire thing going on too. You know, you looked at, there are certain filmmakers, we talked about this before, you know, uh, Joss Whedon, John Favreau, and Edgar Wright. They were creatively stifled. I think there's no question mm-hmm. that, you know, Edgar Wright was let go of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Whedon didn't get to m- make the movie he wanted with the second Avengers movie. And I think Favreau didn't get to make the movie he wanted with the second Iron Man movie. So I think maybe that's where... I think that to me, that's kind of where the concern is. We see there was already some like sort of Big Brother Evil Empire thing going yeah. on. I, w- there might be more of that now, you know. Like, like I, I've I've long professed my love for the MCU, and and these little drawbacks definitely in the long run haven't really haven't made me, you know, not be a tremendous fan of. Marvel Studios and the movies they make, um, but I have seen these little these little cracks in the armor, right? Um, I think with this deal, you know, w- with all its greatness, with you know the homecoming of of Deadpool and the Silver Surfer and you name it, all these great characters are bringing them home. Mm-hmm. Um, with the greatness of that, there is a concern that's like, okay, th- these little creative stiflings we've seen, there can be only there can only be more of them, I think, you know, with, with, with the mega corporation that Disney is now, you know. So I think for me, that's something I'll be 
mm-hmm. sort of keeping an eye on. No, yeah, definitely. But for me, I still also think that even though there is this whole like artistic, creative supervision of Disney, yeah, I feel like they got enough money to get like the right, the good writers, the good special effects people. Like compared to, like Fox, you know, when F- Fox rebooted the Fantastic Four. There was a lot of creative uh, tension and stuff. Like, the director even bashed his own movie. Yeah. Oh, it was a nightmare. Uh, yeah, because yeah. he said, like, you know, Fox didn't give me that much creative control. I didn't get to make the movie I wanted to do and stuff. Yeah. So I guess, like, you know, with all these rights coming back to Disney, I hope, like, fingers crossed that Disney does justice by them. With all the money they have, they, like, should get the – have the good <laughs> – people to make a good storyline well i think you kind of nailed it there the mcu has an unbelievably great track record Mm -hmm. you know like so the marvel studios hasn't always been owned by disney that was just within the last few years you know um previous to the first avengers movie it was you know it was not a Disney property, no. right? Mm-hmm. And look look at the stuff that they've put out since Disney acquired them. Just amazing films. Like, not just like a few hits here and there, just like one after another. Just tremendous entertainment, right? Like I said, you know, a few here and there wasn't a huge fan of. Um, but look, what Disney has done since acquiring Marvel Studios has been phenomenal. So... For Disney to also acquire Fox, okay, it's a little scary for a big com- a company to have that much clout and power, but there is a feeling that it's like, okay, well, at least from a Marvel Studios perspective, you know, we're, we're in good hands here, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, I think we can take some comfort in no, that, yeah, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, Going back to like the layoffs thing, um, you know that's that that's always you it, know it's scary and crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Like I, you know, uh, so I think the message is I think we can all get excited about you know the fact that the MCU will be bringing in a lot of awesome Marvel characters, um, but it's sort of like well, don't celebrate too loud because you know there's probably going to be a whole lot of people losing their jobs over this thing right no yeah right um like i was saying earlier one of my friends he he works from mlb which is fox owned and he says like already his office is already being affected by the fox and disney deal oh yeah Uh, on the plus side they they all had free um ticket screens to go watch star wars oh wow that was awesome huh. but on the downside like he said like a lot of people in the office are like really like the tension's like really high up because everyone's like in that fear of losing their job and stuff yeah. and he hears yeah, like yeah. like that their people are going to be kept keeping the jobs based off seniority okay and stuff. so <laughs> he's like on the if side about it like he's the one that like you said like can't be excited for this marvel <laughs> and disney deal right right yeah, you know, I think it's the 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 concern is is real for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to be out of a job because of this deal. So I don't know. One thing I I was thinking about just in my own head was, 
Well, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm super stoked, right? When I heard this news, I was through the moon. Like I was, it was like Christmas came early, you know, (laughs) an early Christmas present. Um, But then I thought, yeah, I was like, oh man, like, like kind of like what I've been saying, like uh, I shouldn't get too excited. I shouldn't be celebrating too loudly because a lot of people are going to be, you know, fired from this stuff. But then I thought about, it's like, okay, let's, uh, let's make it, like, let's make it, uh, put myself in those people's shoes, right? What if it was me? Like, what if, in a hypothetical situation, like, what if, I don't know, like, some sort of deal with the devil, like, what if I had the choice to, you know, if, if I uh, kept my job, th- this deal wouldn't happen. Or I could lose my job, and then the Ooh, the, <laughs> the the deal would happen. You know, uh-huh. in essence, like my job would be on the line. Just me personally, yeah. my my job would be on the line uh, for for this deal to happen. Do? So the answer is not difficult. <laughs> like yeah. I thought, you know, I my, my thought would be. When is the exit interview? Like, I'm ready. <laughs> it's clobbering time, motherfucker. Let's go. You know, like, there's no question. Like, I would, I would, yeah, absolutely. So I want to talk about, like, just the the impossibility of this deal. Like, I, I alluded to it earlier, but I, I had heard before that this deal just, it would never happen. Mm-hmm. It would never happen in my lifetime. Like, oh, you want the x-men and the avengers to share a screen it's a pipe dream just give up hope D- don't even get your oh hopes up God, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like just it's not gonna happen i mean it's just like you know fox and disney they're two separate things it's just not gonna happen so so for it to happen for real is unbelievable uh the other thing i wanted to mention was like the, the the childlike glee I have over this. So you know, thinking from like a, a, a you know I have a son now. You know, like thinking from a kid's perspective. Like from a kid, you're, from a kid's perspective, you know, maybe you're looking at like a comic book or cartoon or something. Not not even cartoon, like a, a comic book, Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. You see, you see the thing fighting in the Hulk. You know, mm-hmm. something pretty simple, right? As a kid, you're like, oh, that looks cool. Like oh, I want to see that. I want to see that in the movie. You know when, like, Captain America fought Iron Man? I want to see the thing fight. The Hulk. The Hulk. Uh And then before, you know, like, three weeks ago, it would be like, oh, son, that's not going to happen. It's too complicated for you. And it's like, why? It's Uh in the comics. But it's like, oh, it's it's complicated. Uh It's, It's like a business thing. It's like, but, like, why you know it just and and like and to the you know to this day like i'm like i have the same thought like even though i understand like okay there there are rights and and uh you know like all the business side of it but even now i'm like why not like well like why can't we have that why can't we have this thing you know and now that it's happening it's just like it's such I'm just filled with joy. <laughs> it just, mm-hmm. and and I know it's not going to happen for a long time, but just to know that it's a possibility. Are, that yeah. is a possibility and that it, will, it, it will eventually. Become. Oh yeah, eventually we're going to see this stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's so awesome, and 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 it's not just like, you know, when I was growing up, like I was like, oh, 
wouldn't it be great to see uh, a Captain America movie? Or wouldn't it be great to see an Iron Man movie? And and for it to happen, that was great. But even then, I, I couldn't have even imagined how great these movies are. You know, like I just wanted to see them on the big screen, e- even if it wasn't like that good. You know, as, as like like a little kid, like a teenager, I would have been pretty excited anyway. But now I know, like, okay, well, these it's gonna happen. Like these other characters that we haven't seen yet in, in Marvel Studios, but we know, like, again, going back to the track record. There, there's a track record there that how can you not get excited like the x-men in the hands of the mcu oh man like isn't that doesn't that get you like really sort of stoked it it does it does but there's just some things i'm just like oh, what are they gonna do because like you know deadpool is not gonna be marvel owned are they gonna keep it like family friendly or are they gonna let deadpool be Deadpool and like drop oh, the yeah. F-bomb every now and then. And <laughs> that's a that's a good question because Deadpool was part of the deal too. Yeah, he's part of the acquisition, and you know Disney traditionally has not put out rated R content, right? Except their Netflix stuff, like The Punisher. Oh right, right, yeah. So you know it's not unprecedented, and from what I've heard, they're not gonna they're not gonna like rein in Deadpool. They're going to, like, let him do his, do his thing. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that's what I've heard a lot of. It's like, oh, you know, we're going to... All this this stuff we're used to, um, you're going to continue to see, uh-huh. you know, great things. So but, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Would you want him to continue with the X-Men? Like, the X-Men series they got going on with, like, James McCoy and... and oh, all or do oh wanna, the, yeah. The, or, the, current uh, the current cast of X-Men uh-huh. characters. Uh-huh. Or do you want him to, like, reboot it? Uh, so they could all be introduced in the MCU. Oh man! So I mean, that's a really good question. I it, I've kind of you know I've thought about it a little bit. Because I mean, like looking at this current X Men's track record, it's like two and one in my opinion. Like First Class and Days of Future Past were really good, but Apocalypse mm-hmm. was horrible. Right, right. Yeah, that's kind of the consensus there. And you know, it's an interesting time with the X Men franchise because. We just said goodbye to Professor X and Wolverine with Logan, right? Yeah. And that was really kind of a definitive end of a chapter there. Like that first cast is really sort of gone now. You know, we're talking Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, and, and um, you know, the, everyone from, from the original, uh, um, what's it, Brian Singer, X-Men, right? Yeah. So, but... Yeah, what about like this this newer this newer cast? You know, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, that that yeah. whole crew, right? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, even though they're like the newer version of the X Men, they've kind of been around for a while too. You know, they've been in several movies. It, it might be a good thing to sort of, you know, close the book on them too. And, uh, and just, yeah, uh, and just yeah, and then completely start fresh right with with like a whole new cast for x-men i think that would be cool you know the timing of it might be really good because you look at where we're going with uh, avengers 4 whatever it's going to be called infinity war part 2 or whatever right Um, but from from all indications that's going to be like a major 
end of a chapter yeah, in the MCU, right? Turn point. We could see a lot of characters dying or disappearing or like going to another dimension or something. Um, but yeah, all these uh, actors, a lot of them, their contracts are up. So we know that that's going to be like like an end of an era, basically. Mm-hmm. So that it seems like that might be the perfect time to sort of like introduce like a whole bunch of new different actors, like new X-Men, new Fantastic Four, you know, new uh, versions of existing MCU characters, uh, you know, just like kind of a, a relaunch of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. I think that might be... Uh, that seems like where yeah. we're going. You think of, like, in your opinion, of, like, you know, the whole, like, Phase 4 coming in and stuff and all these new characters being introduced, would you want Marvel to kind of, like, recast the same, like, Thor and Wolverine? Oh, or, right. <laughs> or introduce, like, new characters like X-23 and the new Thor and Ironheart and all these new like characters like in the comics or do you want to like stick to the originals yeah that's a great question i think i think maybe a little of both you know i i think there there's such a a wealth of of great characters in this universe that yes marvel studios has access to now and hell yeah bring on new characters like i i want to see i want to see a brand new x-men team a brand new fantastic four team that's a whole bunch right there right Mm -hmm. um and yeah like with actors like robert downey jr and chris evans chris hemsworth their contracts are up and yeah i think you know we're gonna see the last of them pretty soon Mm -hmm. um does that mean yeah no more cap thor and iron man um and it's all new 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 no i think um i would like to see like new versions of these new characters, versions, you know, yeah. whether it's being recast or maybe kind of along the lines of the comics, like a different, character? Uh, yeah, a different character taking the mantle, uh-huh. you know, like Sam Wilson becoming Captain America yeah. or Bucky Barnes becoming Captain America, or there's a female Thor or a female Iron Man, you know, um, an Asian Hulk, you yeah. know, like stuff like that. Like uh, that sounds great. I mean, there's only so much you can do in a short period, uh, so I don't think we want to completely inundate the MCU with all these rebooted superheroes. But uh, I would love to see some of that. You know, um, why why not have a different Captain America? You know, um, yeah, all of that stuff. Like all the, all this stuff is really just exciting to me all the possibilities i know right there's endless possibilities this whole this disney and fox merger <laughs> thing yeah yeah so you know i think it's okay to celebrate a bit you know as much as there is some concern and anxiety about you know what bad things could happen for me i think there's a lot more positives yeah more benefits a lot more positives about you know what great things can happen Uh you know there's a lot of great shit that can happen and i'm just this is strictly like speaking marvel you know there's like i said there's all these other franchises um that are part of the deal that potentially could be brought to greatness as well so yeah man it's uh it's a pretty exciting time and um 
Yeah, I, I'm definitely. I, I know there there is an aspect of like, let's you know, let's not you know get too excited, get too get too happy. You know, there's a lot of things to, concer- to be concerned about. Uh, you know, for me, it's like let's just let's just celebrate this because <laughs> you know, like why not celebrate it? it it's just like such a great thing. And um, one thing I did mention earlier was that the changes are probably going to take a while. Like, I think there's going to be this whole, like, FCC, um, like, investigation about, like, oh, th- is this going to be, like, a monopoly? And like, there's a, there's going to have to be a lot of things done before, like, you know, we're going to see the X-Men fight the Avengers or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but just to know that, like, that that's, like, that's on the horizon... It's like super, super exciting. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. So, yeah, I think um, we've said what we've wanted to say we about our the, piece. Yeah, our setter piece on the Fox <laughs> acquisition. Um, it's early. It's early. But, oh, man, it's just. It's a big deal. It's and, a big deal. And, and there's some, so much potential greatness uh-huh. to look forward to. A lot of talk about, a lot of excitement, yeah. doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, I think anything really major, like seeing Wolverine in the MCU, I think it'll be a while before we see anything like that. Um, but 2018 is just around the corner, a few days away. And um, there are a lot of highly anticipated movies right around the corner. So why don't we just sort of talk about what we're anticipating in the new year? Well, for me, obviously, it's Avengers 3. That's the big one. That's the big movie. Oh, yeah. Right. So, you know, like, we're talking about the MCU and, like, oh, like, oh, I can't wait to in the far future when we have all this stuff, Fantastic Four, etc. But guess what? There's some incredibly exciting shit just about to happen in May 2018 Avengers Infinity War. I can't wait either. I can't this, wait. This looks amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, yeah, it's 10 years in the making. Like, I feel like even if you're not a Marvel fan, you'll just go. Because this is something I feel in cinema history that's never been built up this much before. This is 10 years in the making. It's very unique. Yeah, l- look at um, the first Avengers movie. That was highly, highly anticipated and pretty unique, you know, uh, and several films building up to one movie. Uh-huh. I mean, but that was literally literally five movies, two Iron Man movies, one Hulk movie, one Cap movie, one Thor movie. This movie, Avengers Infinity War, I mean, we're talking 17 movies building up it, to this one, you and, know. And the funny part, it's not just movies. It's also TV shows. Yeah, that's right. TV that's right. shows, um, comics, I believe, also, like, mm-hmm. it's. It's not just movies, and it's like, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It is how crazy. Big it is. Yeah, it's it's this huge culmination. So like, I mean, with um the, the the model, the business model, if you will, for the first Avengers movie was, oh, if you liked any of those four other characters in their movies, go check out Avengers. You might yeah. like this, right? Um, maybe there was a, a handful of people who like didn't like any of them. I mean probably not many yeah um but now like what are the chances there's anyone who doesn't like 
any of the 17 Marvel Studios movies. It's like, it's an impossibility, right? So this this movie is going to make some incredible box office. And from what we've seen in the trailer, it looks awesome too. It does, you know, it yeah. looks like, you know, it's uh, going to pay off. I was reading on like online, there's actually this like Marvel challenge. I'm totally going to do it. And it's basically like you watch one Marvel movie a week and mm-hmm. it all leads up to <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Like, all the previous like 17 oh. or 19 movies like you just watch one a week like starting <laughs> the first week of january with iron man oh shit if, if you watch one movie a week it all leads up straight <laughs> to avengers oh no way that sounds like a great idea yeah oh man that is a great idea um, i want, I want yeah. to do that and there's like people are like debating like whether or not you could watch it like in the order it was released or like an order like because uh, you know Cap was technically the first. Oh right, like cr- uh, like a chronological yeah. order, like yeah. Avenger Guardians of the Galaxy, watching it back back to back because that's how chronologically right, it was. Right. Or you could watch it like when it was released and stuff. Or like when certain you know uh, of the events took place, like in the first Guardians. A lot of it took, pl- or not a lot of it, but the beginning took place in like was it like the eighties or something. Yeah. Um, so that would be kind of earlier yeah. along in the in the screening yeah uh-huh. so oh so exciting okay well we don't we don't want to spend all the time talking <laughs> about this but I, I i think i think we're kind of in agreement that this is like one of the most anticipated anticipated events of 2018 uh-huh. right but before that there's still the black panther hell yeah to watch that i'm really excited for that i'm really excited how um you know how wonder woman was like being like kind of one of the biggest first female led superheroes how Mm -hmm. black excuse me how black panthers can be the one of the first like black superheroes like besides blade right right Uh, but like in modern era i think it's going to be just really great and um who directs it do you know is it oh yeah it's uh ryan coogler okay yeah who has has a great track record he He does he did fruitvale station as well as creed creed yeah yeah so um oh man i can't wait for this and i i might be uh looking forward to this even more than avengers infinity war in in some ways you know um i mean how can i not be excited about infinity war but in terms of which one I think might turn out to be the better movie. I think Black Panther might be we'll the see. better movie. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Um, but I, I know Infinity War does have a lot of characters t- to juggle, and that can be a challenge. Um, so I kind of got my money riding on Black Panther, and just in terms of a quality movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, man, both movies I'm super excited about. Uh, I'm excited for those two. I guess another thing I'm excited for, I mean, I'm not excited, but anxious to see is like the return of the walking dead like what the hell are they gonna do now like <laughs> is it gonna be shitty like like how we were saying in one of our previous podcasts like how we were both like decided whether or not to quit the show yeah um but we're both i think we're on the same page how we're just gonna like watch the rest of the season and see how it goes yeah 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 it's funny since we recorded that episode where we where we both listed walking dead as our least favorite show of 2017 uh i was curious because i was surprised when you said that i'm like oh shit porfirio really is not liking the show Uh -uh. just like me so i was like 
I was kind of like, oh, do other people feel this way? And I just sort of like checking out YouTube and just kind of like scouring the internet a bit. And there definitely is kind of this feeling of like this show is is is, is gone to shit, uh-huh. you know, and um, as well as the ratings, you know, the yeah, ratings the are rating, way down. They haven't been as good since like, I think like season two or something. That's exactly what I heard. I I've heard that the ratings are at the lowest point or, or as low as they were in season two. Um currently like mm-hmm. se- season season eight is at the season two level and you know three through seven were like it's been way all higher. just uphill <laughs> yeah so yeah i really I, I wonder because if the ratings were still up that'd be one thing i could see the showrunner and and you know the, the people who, who do the show just kind of being like well you know maybe some some fanboys you know henry and perfurio <laughs> complaining but like um the, the ratings are up. We're happy. You know, no, yeah. we're getting paid. Um, but now that the, I've heard the ratings are down also, like maybe it's time, like maybe they have to start to rethink about how they approach the show and maybe make some exactly, changes, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that might be interesting to see. I'm still like on the fence, like do I want to continue? Particularly, you know, if I do decide to finish this season, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of... I'm sort of expecting to not continue after this season. Yeah, you know, even if I, if if I get to uh, if the end you of could the enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if I if I do watch the end, the rest of the season, enjoy it, then you know maybe I'll continue. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really it's yeah I'm on the fence right now. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. And so then, what what about uh, other movies? I know um, we're we're both well, we both know, go to the movies a lot. I know one big thing I'm gonna miss about 2018 is. There's not going to be no Game of Thrones next year. It doesn't come back oh, until 2019. that's right. That's right. The final season doesn't come back until 2019. So that's like a big year tease. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like, for so long, many, many years now, like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, we can like, these are shows that we could really rely on uh-huh. to be there with us every year and there with us in like with high quality, right? Mm-hmm. But this year, it's sort of like, oh, there's no Game of Thrones, and, like, Walking Dead looks like shit. So, <laughs> like, oh, it's just a, kind of a weird feeling, right? Yeah. It's like our old standbys kind of aren't there for us anymore. Uh-huh. And yeah. then let's see what else is. So this, DC, the only show, the only movie they have next year is going to be Aquaman. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm on the fence about it. Like, mm-hmm. the character was cool in Justice League, but... He wasn't. It didn't do any justice for me to be like, oh, I can't wait to see that Aquaman movie or yeah anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Momoa had he didn't have a whole lot to do in the Justice League movie, right? Um, I certainly liked him in it, and I do want to see this Aquaman movie, but I mean, we've we've we've, we've brought up the term track record quite a bit yeah. on t- today's episode and you know we've talked about it the dcu does not have a good track record so to to um have any or, any uh, high expectations for DC yeah have not- any expectations <laughs> for for this one it's yeah it's it's like it's, it's a tough bet yeah. so yeah i'm trying not to get i'm trying not to get too enthusiastic about, about no, that yeah. one same yeah. here 
And then let's see. And then next year, since Star Wars has been coming out of a new movie every year, mm-hmm. next year's Star Wars movie is going to be the Han Solo film. Yeah. What do you think about this one? I'm still on the fence about it. I I got to see like a trailer, like some some kind of clips would be like excited for it. Yeah, that's true. We we haven't seen a trailer yet mm-hmm. for this one, right? Yeah. You know, there's there's been some uh, concerns I've heard, like they, they changed directors mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just some some negative buzz around it. Uh, but I, I think it's too early to say what, anything, yeah. really. It, you know? it is, yeah. It's a lot of speculation up in the air. Yeah. It does seem, okay, the, 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 negative, the negativity, uh, some of it at least, is like, why like this this movie seems a bit like unnecessary you know i think we all kind of got to say goodbye to han solo with episode seven and then cut to not that long later he's back with (laughs) with like a with an origin story movie he's back he looks younger (laughs) got a haircut yeah and i don't (laughs) think there's really i mean it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of people who are like clamoring for like a Hans, a young Han Solo movie. No, yeah. Right? I don't know. It was kind of like, it reminds me a little bit of of um, that fourth Indiana Jones movie. Did you see that? Yeah. And it, it was so supposed to be like Shia LaBeouf as like, oh, he's like the new Indiana Jones, but right? Nobody cared. Oh, no one. Everyone was hating that, right? Yeah. Um, and I think there might be a similar sentiment here, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And let's see what else comes next year. Yeah. Um, speaking of Disney, they have Incredibles 2. Coming out. Okay, right, right. Um, for me, I mean, that's a big deal because when I first saw Incredibles, I was like, the first one, I was like in fifth grade. So I saw yeah. it as a kid. And now, finally, like 12 years later or something like that, they're finally going to make a sequel. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not like super animation guy, but um, I mean, there's no question that the first Incredibles movie made a huge splash. Mm-hmm. Now, what what are your thoughts now? Like when when that movie came out, superhero movies weren't like well, they certainly weren't as big a deal as they are now. Now that there's so much superhero comment, uh, sorry, superhero content, do you think that the sequel sort of doesn't isn't as meaningful? I don't know. What what are your thoughts on that I front? I mean, I still I don't really see it as part of that superhero genre. I just kind of see it as like. It's that, I think, nostalgic effect. Like, finally, I'm going to see, like, that sequel. I've been, like, waiting, waiting so many years okay. to see. So you just want to see the continuation of yeah. these characters' story. Uh, like, I could, for me, personally, like, I could, I'd go watch it without having, without seeing any trailer to it. I'd just be like, Shh, give me a ticket, buy me a ticket, and I'll go watch it. There you and go. Then, yeah. <laughs> All right. Right on. What else? What, el- what else are you looking I'm forward to? I'm for Pacific Rim 2. Okay. I mean, I'm disappointed Guillermo del Toro's not going to be part of it. Yeah. Because um, I love his work, and that's why I love mm-hmm. the first one. But just a fanboy of the Pacific Rim um, title, mm-hmm. it's something I'm excited for. Okay. There's that one. Um, oh, what was the other one I had to tip my tongue? Oh, Deadpool 2. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpool 2 of Jurassic World. Okay, right, right. I'm excited yeah. for that one. Uh, I mean, I don't know. This is like a thing that, you know, people had to say about Star Wars, how it's just like another dinosaur movie with the 
Jurassic World logo pasted on it. Okay. So, I'm. But I mean, yeah, I'm just waiting to see how this plays out. Okay. And stuff. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other movies? You're uh, well, there is there is a third MCU movie coming out next year, Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah, right? I'm hella excited for that. Yeah, one. I'm oh. like the biggest Ant Man fan, so. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to see that. Um, and also on the Marvel front, a couple X Men movies come out next year too. X Men: Dark Phoenix uh-huh. and New Mutants. New Mutants. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be really interesting because that'll sort of be like what we've been talking about. Will they sort of look to end the current incarnation of X Men cast, or or what? You know, or, you know. I have a feeling they're kind of going to leave it open. Um, but I think it would be cool, like, again, to sort of, like, have some closure with, uh, with, with the actors we see in, in the current X-Men universe. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. Definitely agree. Like, there should be so definitely some closure of this X-Men, um, storyline before moving on to the MCU. Yeah. So I think there will be a lot of curiosity on on that it's like like okay we know like th- this is these movies x-men dark phoenix and new mutants are are not disney related at all you know but with with the knowledge <laughs> that uh, the, the the deal has been made and the transition is happening like what's gonna happen here it's just it's kind of it's, it'll be interesting to see. yeah yeah um speaking of like big deals the venom movie comes out with tom hardy that's right yeah 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 i'm really curious about this one you know i think i'm i'm really excited i think also one of those other movies i'm just like i don't have to see a trailer i'll just give me a ticket i'll go watch it yeah i I think it's got a lot of potential one thing i would say though is that that this is sort of the maybe the last missing piece of the mcu because now uh, M- Marvel Studios has all the Fox characters, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, and X-Men. And, you know, we've seen Spider-Man in the MCU. Uh, but Spider-Man is still technically a Sony property. Yeah. You know, so I think the Spider-Man character uh, is allowed to be sort of loaned out to Marvel Studios. <laughs> but I-, I think that's the only character. Like, we don't... We don't get the Spider-Man villains as part of that package, you know. So, from my understanding, that is that uh, Venom, this Venom movie, is is outside of of the MCU. I think so, yeah. Right. So that kind of sucks, <laughs> and that yeah. and that, uh, you know, you know, for all the reasons we've been talking mm-hmm. about today. Uh, but you know, I, I'm curious. Yeah, I, I want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, another movie I'm excited for, which I know we don't talk about this franchise so much, is but um, Fantastic Beasts Two. Oh, okay. And yeah. I think in like a previous podcast we had, I think you like totally disowned the first Fantastic <laughs> Beasts. Yeah, I, I I really disliked it, but you liked it. <laughs> I liked it. You liked it a lot, it. and you're looking forward to the sequel. The sequel, yeah. Okay. There should be a younger Dumbledore. Right. And yeah, I'm really excited for it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you are because I'm I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I am a Harry Potter fan. I, I've I've seen every 
every Harry Potter movie, you know, all, all the Harry Potter movies and Fantastic Beasts. And, um, yeah, I just, this, this new, I don't know, new reboot, this new universe, whatever you want to call it, I'm, I'm definitely not really feeling. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, when the Fantastic Beasts sequel shows up on TV or something, I'll, I'll have a oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, there's a new Mission Impossible movie next year. Are, are you a fan of those movies I, I at all? Going to oh, really? Okay, I, I'm a big fan of all, all of those movies, and um, I, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Ready Player One. That's another big release next year. That one, yeah. I I mean, I've seen clips of it, but I'm just like, eh, it looks okay. Like, I'll watch it if someone buys me a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I'm not super stoked for that one either. Like. Um, I know the book has gotten a lot of props and and uh, when they they had a, a trailer drop at San Diego Comic-Con this year there was a, a lot of enthusiasm yeah um, sure. but I've seen that trailer and I've seen the second trailer and I gotta say I'm, I'm, I'm like eh. Eh. you know like I can <laughs> I can, can kind of hold off I'll on this it, one yeah. yeah exactly yeah Okay, so that said, I think there's a, uh, a lot of good movies. A lot of stuff that we're looking forward to, mm-hmm. and that's just movies. So yeah, I, I don't think I, there's t- some TV shows like there's Daredevil coming back season three. Oh, is that next year? That's next okay. year. Okay, I know Jessica Jones is Jessica, uh, season two coming out next yeah, year. Jessica too. Jones and Luke Cage also. Okay. Oh, so, so those are the three so Marvel we're, Netflix so we're shows. Three Netflix Marvel shows next year. Uh, yeah, that, that those are like. Just I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Any anything in that Marvel Netflix universe, I'm like I'm automatically in. Probably I'll I'll binge within like the first week of release Same. or so. <laughs> right? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. So we don't want to ramble on too much, um, but uh, yeah. So we made it to the end of the year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yep. We survived uh, 2017. Any any final thoughts as we as we uh, charge into 2018 2017 was a good year yeah um a lot of like good um i don't know build up and stuff yeah i feel like 2017 was just a big build up year for 2018 so i feel like they're 2018 is the year for good things to come i agree i i uh i i'm optimistic as well yeah cool and with that we can wrap up the episode this is farewell from Porfirio and Henry.